Our passage of scripture today comes from Mark, the 13th chapter, verses 24 through 27. In those days, after the suffering of that time, the sun will become dark and the moon won't give its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the planets and other heavenly bodies will be shaken. Then they, shall, then they will see the human one coming in the clouds with great power and splendor. Then he will send the angels and gather together his chosen people from the four corners of the earth, from the end of the earth to the end of heaven. The word of the Lord. My friends, today is the first Sunday of the Advent season, which prepares us for the celebration or a time that we mark as the celebration of the birth of Jesus. And during this season, many people sing Christmas songs and become festive in different ways. Also during this season, many children try to stay awake the night before Christmas, trying to get a peek of Santa putting gifts and toys under the Christmas tree. During this season, many people also host Christmas parties with lots of food and good times. And just in case you want to invite me, I'm still waiting for my invitation. But on a more serious note or yet a painful note, during this season, some people also find themselves missing and re-grieving over loved ones that are no longer with us. Indeed, the Advent season is filled with highs for some people and lows for others. Yet, I contend, the Advent, uh, I contend that Advent should mostly remind us of God's unmerited grace to the world. It is God's grace or God's gift of grace that allows us to live, breathe, and have hope above everything. If God did not extend God's grace through Jesus to us, we would either be doomed to disaster or still asleep in our ignorance. And it's here in the context of this Mark text where we can hear Jesus giving his disciples a lesson about hope or a lesson about travailing in, in troubling times after they come out of the temple as written in verse 1. Without dissecting the context of this text verse by verse for the sake of time, Jesus basically reminds his disciples to stay focused on the changing times just before his earthly return. Of course, in the context of, of the smart text, we find Jesus speaking to his disciples before his time of crucifixion and resurrection, which could have been quite puzzling to them. However, my friends, to those of us that believe in the biblical and theological accounts of his death, resurrection, and ascension, we understand that Jesus will return, although we do not know the hour or the day. And personally, I get excited about the return of Jesus because it reminds me that chaos 
destruction and the ills of life are not permanent. Trouble doesn't last always. In other words, because Jesus promised us that he would return to us in that final victory where we will feast at his heavenly banquet, I find hope knowing that life is not all bad. Yet, I believe that many of us allow ourselves to forfeit this hope where we lose our faith because of doubt, pity, heartache, and pain. Indeed, I understand that we all have issues in life that rob us of our joy and peace at times, which are real, where I I do not make light of this reality of life. However, my friends, I want to encourage us that there is hope and countless blessings at the end of the dark tunnel. And this thought reminds me of a YouTube video one of my cousins sent me several months ago that featured Steve Harvey. And and for those of you who don't know who Steve Harvey is, he's a comedian, an actor, an author, and a TV host. And sometimes I do have problems with Steve Harvey. But in this video, Mr. Harvey is giving his, his testimony on, I think, TBN about how God changed his life. He said his life turned around when he started trusting God, even against all the odds that were stacked up against him, such as brokenness, homelessness, and bitterness, which made him doubt God and doubt himself. He also said that it was crucial for him to trust God and find hope in God because if not, he would have continued to sink into a deep state of depression. And further in this video, Steve Harvey recalled a story that he heard from an older fellow uh, some years back and the story unfolded like this, Pastor Will. He said, a man died and went to heaven where he was met at the gates of heaven by Peter. And after the man entered the gates, Peter took him into the entrance hallway of a rather large mansion. Kind of sound familiar? And in this hallway were several doors that were closed, or at least how it appeared. The man asked Peter, why? Are these doors closed? I I thought this was heaven, an open heaven where everything is open for everyone. But Peter said to the man, these doors are only closed because you pictured them closed. So the man took the liberty to open one of the doors and behind this particular door was a a room filled with lots of shelves that contained different sized boxes, small, medium, and large. It was stacked up from uh, the bottom shelf all the way to the top shelf and the man uh, allowed himself to press a little further into the room. And as he pressed himself more towards the shelves, he he realized or he noticed that his name was written on all of these boxes. 
And he asked Peter, why is my name on all these closed boxes? And Peter replied, these boxes are boxes of blessings that you missed in life. And looking quite puzzled, the man asked, how did I miss all of these boxes, especially because I've lived a, a, a good life and, and, and my name are written on all of, all of these boxes? He said, I, my, my life is great. I, I, I recognize how blessed I, I am, especially in the latter part of my life. How did I miss these blessings? And Peter said, indeed, it was in your latter part of life you woke up. To experience God's grace that was always there. However, you miss these blessings with your name on it because you allowed yourself to keep moving down Doubt Street. And when you got tired of being on Doubt Street, in order, uh, uh, in, instead of trying to find hope, you moved over to Pity Road. And from Pity Road, you allowed yourself to make a left turn on Heartache Lane, and you ended up allowing yourself to be sinking deep on the cul-de-sac of pain. God wanted you to stay on Faith Way, because that was the address where the blessings were being delivered. And my friends, the the moral of the story is to keep the faith and hope for the best because we are in a new season of hope, not just in the Advent season, but every day that we're allowed to breathe, we have hope. I agree. Write this down, Pastor Will. I agree most of the time. 99.9% of the time, I agree with Pastor Will as he alluded in his words from Will this past week. And if I can paraphrase just one part, he says, said basically, let us stop hitting the snooze button on our spiritual alarm clock. Let us stay awake, and I quote, to the God who came before us, whose presence remains among us, and who is coming again. We should, my friends, remain awake, eager, and excited about the return of Jesus. We are not like those without hope, for we have hope in the coming or the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And in closing, my friends, let us stay awake as if we are like a child anticipating a great gift on Christmas morning, although our gift of grace and hope keeps on giving year after year, day after day, all the way through eternity. Let us embrace God's gracious gift of life, breath, and hope in this new season of Advent. My friends, we are not alone. God is with us through God's Spirit, and we anticipate 
even more when Christ comes in final victory and we feast together with him at his heavenly banquet. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit.